0: Hi everyone, I'm Maggie. I'm Alex. And this is Socially Course. The
1: podcast for all things geek nerd TV film and marriage.
0: Today we'll be talking about Deadpool 2 because we meant to see it finally. Woo! Woo! Alex, do you want to take it away?
1: If I have to, I guess. Uh, Yeah, we went to see Deadpool 2. Hooray. Um, This is going to be a one episode split into two parts. We're going to do the first 15 minutes are going to be spoiler free and then the next 15 minutes are going to be spoiler full. Um, But we'll separate it using the whole chapters thing, so don't worry too much about it. Um, But if you don't want to hear any spoilers, stop listening after like 15 minutes and that'll probably do you.
0: Mm -hmm. So, what did you think, Alex?
1: i thought it was better than the first one
0: that's what i said too
1: good right so that was this episode
0: (laughs) now 10 minutes of silence
1: yes it was better than the first one um it improved on everything the first one did well Mm. um and it also developed a few areas that the first one was lacking in Mm. um so for me it was primarily the like the plot the story was a lot better was felt yeah. a lot more substantial in this one. Um, mm. but it didn't lose out on the humour or the action or it was still a very good balance of everything. There yeah. wasn't too many fourth wall breaks and stuff like that. They weren't it, it wasn't try hard, which no. is what I was afraid of.
0: I mean, they managed to balance the humour and the seriousness well. I did actually think back on the first one and thought that there was a lot of sort of background character development in the first one. But this gave you a different perspective on Deadpool. Like, it did a different thing than the first one, which is interesting and which I wasn't expecting. Like, they did take a completely different approach Mm -hmm. to what they wanted to show us from Deadpool, which was refreshing and nice. nice. And like I said, you know, they balanced the... Humor with the seriousness really, really well. They didn't do a Thor Ragnarok, which is to make a joke out of everything. They did, you know, the jokes were ninety percent of the film, but the ten percent of the film that was serious was serious and was given its due, and it was given enough space to do that. And that's why, you know, towards the end, I actually cried a little bit because
1: I think a lot of people did.
0: Yeah. And I think, it, because also it was unexpected, but because it was mm. also given the right amount of...
1: Gravitas. Yeah.
0: That's what yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah.
1: There was more substance to it, most definitely. Definitely. Like, um, it gave Deadpool a bit of a better grounding, character-wise. It yeah. gave him like, a proper character arc yeah. in this one. Um, he did some things that weren't very Deadpool-like, and then he made up for it by doing some stuff that was incredibly Deadpool-like and... Um, and stuff like that. And it was funny. It was well done by the writers and the directors and mm. the actors. Like, mm-hmm. they, for me, there wasn't really a weak part of the film.
0: No. I felt
1: like I wasn't totally convinced by Josh Brolin's cable. I felt like he was kind of mm. half hearting it a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, they maybe could have picked someone better. Um, but I, I love Josh Brolin, but it felt mm. like yeah he wasn't putting maximum effort in no ironically
0: <laughs> it did feel like that a little bit and you know take this with knowing that we just watched it a couple of days ago so yeah. we'll obviously rewatch it at some point and do probably a mega episode where we rewatch a couple of things that we've talked about a lot and... yeah we'll do
1: like a revisit type of thing yeah
0: but it was it was so well done like it didn't feel drawn out it didn't feel like at the end of the film i was just dying to get out of the cinema there was a i know i remember there was one part and i don't remember which part it was exactly which i know sounds strange but i remember there was one part when i looked at my watch to see what time it was um but i was shocked that it was almost towards the end by that point so mm. that was good um and i thought the <laughs> the introduction of some of the new characters was interesting and the choices they made with those characters were really interesting as well. And I... I don't know. I, I'm trying to express... It did take the Mickey out of itself, which yeah. it does really well. Um, you know, the start was really intense and scary. And, like, in a not in a scary, horror-y way, just scary in terms of what was happening. And then it kind of took the mickey out of that situation but then the way that they handled that situation for the rest of the film made you realize just how like completely bewildering it was Mm. um which was really really well done i thought and i thought they showed a more human side to deadpool i felt like you know like i always thought ryan reynolds family man sounds weird Like, I know that he's, like, got kids and stuff, but it never really clicked in my head. But then some of the aspects of the way they handled Deadpool was, like, it kind of shone through a little bit, and I felt like maybe he took inspiration from that, from being a parent, which was nice, and all of that. It was good, I thought. And there was actually one moment where I was like, oh, I didn't know that about the other MCU universe and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, And... I mean I don't think it's a secret that like I don't think it's a spoiler that he does interact with the X Men again. Yeah. with yeah. um what's the name? Colossus. Um but you know, the that's taken to a different level and it's both ridiculous and quite hilarious.
1: Um it's funny as hell, but it's oh my god. Yeah, again, it's more substantial than it was in the first one. Um the Colossus and Negasonic and Negasonic's Girlfriend Yukio,
0: Yukio something
1: like that. Something like, I can't remember her actual mutant name, but anyway, they're yeah, they they have a a much bigger role um, in it than they did beforehand.
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, which was really really good because it gave you a little bit of extra kind of boost for it. Yeah, um, there were all the characters that you loved from the previous one, obviously, but I felt that the way that. They um, oh, the way that they incorporate, like I don't know whether anybody's seen that Celine Dion did a song for it, um, and I I wasn't I wasn't sure where to expect it, but <laughs> where it was, it was just perfect. I was like, <laughs> that's just hilarious. Um, so I think it was genuinely surprising, genuinely surprising to me the way that it was done, like. You know, I wasn't expecting it to be as good or even better than the first one. I thought it was, yeah, say, was better than the first one. I
1: was worried that they go full try-hard with it, because obviously they changed directors. Mm. Um, T.G. Miller did the first one, I mm-hmm. believe. Did he? I think so. Mm-hmm. Did he? Uh, yeah, oh, no, no, oh, Tim yeah. Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, different guy. Tim no, Tim it's not Miller. that guy. It's not the guy from. I the I thought T.J. Miller, Miller had some kind of thing in. Oh the, yeah,
0: he's uh, got the right. Oh, no, style. no, it was
1: just. Oh, I right. thought he was involved in. More Actually, in the first wasn't one, it?
0: But, wasn't it on the Deadpool two? I think Ryan Reynolds got involved in the writing of it as well. Possibly, yeah. Um, I think it was. He was. He had a writing credit. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Written he had by. a writing credit. Um, I think you know. Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool was like the best casting choice. Oh yeah. That they probably could have had. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the one thing Marvel uh, or the Marvel universe has done really well is finding the right people to fit the right roles. Like Oh yeah. There's, there's not one person who's acting in the MCU right now where I think eh, they could have picked someone better for that. Like they they've mm. matched it up really really well. And mm. Deadpool is just Another extension of that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's as soon as people saw him as Wade Wilson, the mercenary in X Men Origins Wolverine, they saw him as Wade Wilson, mm-hmm. and obviously he came back as a weird kind of Deadpool right at the very end. Mm. um And everyone was like, "Yeah, that that needs to be a Deadpool film with Ryan Reynolds in it." And they they were trying so hard for years to make it happen, and Ryan Reynolds was trying so hard but no one would touch the script. Um...
0: It is really difficult. The Deadpool script is very difficult because... (laughs) It's because
1: it's so risky. Like, it's so out of character for the Marvel Universe. That's the thing. You you watch something like Captain America and then Thor, and then you watch Deadpool. It's like,
0: what's going on? It's like, the most crazy they'll go is Iron Man. And then you suddenly get Deadpool, which is completely... (laughs) bonkers which is probably
1: why they'll never incorporate deadpool into that marvel cinematic universe no and we
0: actually noticed this then that um when the opening credits rolled they weren't the new flashy you know avengers opening credits so i think that tells a lot about the fact that they probably want to keep it separate that they want to kind of keep the avengers world as a part of mcu that's kind of together and overlapping whereas deadpool is just i mean it's almost like
1: two departments within a department because you've got the mcu which like you say is the avengers side Mm. of it and then you've got the marvel side of it where it's Mm. like deadpool and it's the x-men and Mm. and all the older marvel films it's like with this new one with the mcu that you know it's like they're trying to distance themselves from everything that's come before and they're like right this is what's happening now forget everything else this mm. is what's happening mm-hmm. um so they like compartmentalize almost mm-hmm. uh which is a fairly sensible way of doing it yeah. um because at this point it would be such a headache to try and incorporate all of those can you imagine you know this fight with thanos and all of a sudden like wolverine turns up and it's like, yeah. like where do you incorporate? because i mean thanos could have killed wolverine but he would have put up much more of a fight than everyone else. Oh yeah. With the healing and the claws. And Deadpool and like would be that. the same as well. Exactly, yeah. Um, it would just be more of a nightmare to incorporate them at this point because yeah. there's been no mention of mutants. No. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think it's because they actually weren't allowed to use That's that. That's why word. it was the
0: Inhumans. Enhanced. In- enhanced.
1: Enhanced in Inhumans, yeah, oh. basically. Um but the closest thing you get to it is Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, who yes. are supposed to be mutants, but the obviously the MCU changed it to they were created, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just... It's a fantastic film. I wasn't disappointed by it. No, I, I wasn't. Was really worried they were going to go try hard with it and try to basically copy what was best about the first one and change it up and things like that. But they didn't. Yeah. They just it, st- it stands on its own right.
0: Yeah. And I have to say, I was really worried that what would happen is that the trailer would have told you everything you need yeah. to know. So yeah. I was expecting it to be basically the trailer just extended. So I wasn't holding my breath for anything new. And they just completely turned it on. head. So like good. things you saw in the trailer, were like it's five such, seconds of the film.
1: It's, <laughs> such, it's so well done. Though. Like, it is I well done. Did I did not to say. see it coming. No, and no. It's, you watch it and you're just like, what?
0: Yeah. What's
1: Huh? (laughs) Um, What? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what just... But he was... What? I I, Uh, I don't... uh. Didn't he... Um, So, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff happens. Um, And it is fantastic.
0: I think it just... It puts you a lot more on your toes than you thought it would. Yeah. And I think that's very clever of them. And it's not something that everybody can pull off in the... Like, you know... And obviously, it helps to be the character of Deadpool, which has always gone a little bit crazy and stuff like that. It does help, but I think they gave it a fair shot and they took the humorous parts to the right level. That's what I would say.
1: Yeah, they they still balanced it really well.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously there are bits where I would probably have cut the humor a little bit more, Mm. but it wasn't... I mean... (sighs) I would say it wasn't offensive. There were bits that were a little bit much. Somewhat
1: offensive.
0: But it's Deadpool. Captain Deadpool. (laughs) And I. you know what? A lot of people actually, I heard that they said that it's not funny enough. It's too serious, which is interesting to me because I feel like that's like, I thought, thor ragnarok was too funny and a lot of people love that and i just think that's the thing i think
1: those people let's say deadpool isn't funny enough Are the kind of people who enjoyed thor ragnarok and if you did fair enough but um i I think they balanced it perfectly well there wasn't too many fourth wall breaks Mm. there was just enough of them to make you laugh and keep you interested and they didn't undercut the serious moments with too much humor there's the occasional quip from deadpool Mm. but you knew it was kind of forced and Mm -hmm. half-hearted in terms of the character not like the script or anything like that Mm -hmm. like it was Deadpool's way of trying to take a serious situation and make it less serious Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because he was feeling emotional type of thing Mm -hmm. um and you felt that and it's a really weird thing to be a part of where it's like he's purposely trying to make a serious situation less serious Mm. and it makes you feel for the character a lot more it's it's Mm -hmm. a bizarre bizarre feeling
0: Mm. It's really well done, I thought.
1: I thought it was excellent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Strongly recommend you go see it. Um, yeah. especially if you enjoyed the first one. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Um so that concludes the segment of spoiler free stuff.
0: I actually just realized that at the start of the episode we said if you don't want spoilers, go to about fifteen minutes.
1: No, I said if you if you don't want spoilers, stop listening at fifteen minutes. Did you? Yeah.
0: Okay. We'll have to check that.
1: I know what I said, woman. Um so yeah. <laughs> um That concludes this portion of it, so thank you very much for listening. Um, I'll put another chapter in if you want to hear the random useless fact and the good news at the end as well, so. I was going for just silence, but okay. It would have been easier to identify.
0: There's There's still a big portion of silence, to be fair.
1: That didn't even spike that much.
0: And we're back.
1: Oh, there's the spike. Okay. <laughs> Ow, oh, my god. Okay, so um, spoiler full. Spoiler full review.
0: What the hell?
1: Deadpool. <laughs> it's so good. What? So the film. What? At the very start, spoiled itself in terms of Deadpool's wandering around his apartment and oh, yeah. he's he's going to kill himself, and straight away you're like, okay, so she's dead.
0: Well, I didn't necessarily go to that.
1: Really? Because he was looking at the pictures of her, and then the music was playing. It was like, I'm all out of love or something. Like that. And immediately I was like, yeah, Vanessa's dead, isn't she?
0: Oh, I didn't think of that. Really? No. What were you
1: thinking? I he, just thought that... He was just that, sick life.
0: I just thought that maybe enough things had happened that he felt like he couldn't go on anymore and all that. I get I what just, you mean. I didn't clock on that they would kill off Vanessa.
1: I thought that was a genius move. The question it's is, though, genius, I mean, in, in the end credits scene, obviously, he brings her back to life. Yeah. Um, is that going to stick? Because I've got a feel if it does, it's going to annoy a lot of people. Yeah. Um,
0: and as our friend who came to see with, with us, hi, John, um, John pointed, boy. Out, pointed out, technically, um, Vanessa's meant to be, like, death. And well, Death feasibly, is meant to be in she, love with. She could be
1: yeah. Death.
0: Yeah. Which would explain the end of it, which I cried at. Oh, that fan. It was
1: Such a because, good ending though. But like,
0: you know what I like which is what I said in the spoiler free. The fact that, like, when she told him about the IED and he like like kids, the way that Ryan Reynolds played that yeah, moment. It was perfect. I actually was like, Oh my god. Like We got like, so broody. Oh my god. It was so amazing. Like, you know, Ryan Reynolds plays so many characters that will diffuse the situation with humour, and yet in this moment, I genuinely believed he wanted kids. Like, it was suddenly this whole other part of Ryan Reynolds that came out, like, it was so sweet. And then she
1: died. And then then she died because he missed with the cream cheese spreader. Deadpool's useless. Um, It was great, and then obviously there was this really you know, emotionally deep where he chases the guy of the building Mm. and just he throws himself on the guy in front of a truck. Yeah. And blows himself up and then Colossus has to find him and then he's drafted into the X-Men. And what I, another part that I actually didn't see coming is when they find Firefist, it's such a bad name. Yeah. They find him for the first time and Deadpool's talking to him and he's like, he's successfully defused the entire situation. But when the kid talks about how the staff at the, the place were abusive, he snaps again. Yeah. He turns around and puts a bullet in the head of one of the orderlies, and he tries to kill the rest of them, but obviously Colossus like, takes Fuck him down, me. he gets sent to prison, the power-reducing collar, which I think is such a... It, I don't know, I feel like kind of a cop-out kind of ability. Oh, like, yeah, Like, because... if they had this power-diffusing collar, they never go into details of how it works.
0: And also, I thought that it wouldn't have worked on Deadpool... Because I don't necessarily see him as a mutant. I see him as a genetically engineered human.
1: The thing is, is that that process oh, triggers was meant mutant to, DNA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the whole thing. Um, so,
0: and actually, the interesting thing as well that. He pointed out while he was in jail, which I didn't think about, was when that collar was on, his cancer kept going. Yeah, dying,
1: I didn't think of that was either. Which so yeah. interesting. I was like, oh, so now if he gets beaten up, you know, he's not going to be able to recover super quick. And I was like, oh, wait, no, he's got cancer tumors literally covering his entire body. Yeah. That's going to kill him within days. Yeah. Like.
0: I didn't think of that at all, but they gave crazy. it that extra depth. I was like, that is so different. Like, it's just. I, the power of diffusing colors. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't they think they could it have would at least work.
1: said something. Make they something could have given up. them a drug. Could, just make something. We could have been like, oh, this color, you know, sends out an electrical signal that disrupts the mutant cells within your body. You know, that took me yeah. three seconds to come up with. They could have come up with something much actually, more comprehensive.
0: They could have just, um, they could have brought back that drug that Rogue was going to take. They are supposed to suppress uh, so, mutant powers. Uh, that was
1: a cure, not a suppressant necessarily.
0: But they could have brought that as like, we found that's a way true, to do yeah, it temporarily. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if they got sent to prison, they should have just been given that. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. They would but, have just done that so as humans, but whatever. Um, that's a bit of a plot hole
1: anyway. Yeah, a bit of a you know, uh, but it was, weak part, shall we say.
0: I mean, it was so, yeah, it was so interesting the way that they just gave Deadpool that little bit extra humanity yeah. and how Ryan Reynolds managed to play that in a way that I believed.
1: Yeah, they gave him that extra level. Um, obviously, when he he's...
0: Regrowing he's, the... Uh, no?
1: Not that bit, but that has got to be, hands uh, down, my favourite part of that ugh. film. Um, Least favourite part here. When they killed off the entire of the X-Force.
0: Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god, I forgot we can talk about this right now. I was trying to go back to spoiler-free.
1: Oh my god! I love Vanish. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vanish. Oh, he's standing right here. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the team. He's like, That
0: backpack just flying through <laughs> the air.
1: <laughs> I like how his, the portrait that he sent in with like the job application was just blank. <laughs> there's just no picture. He's yeah. like, He's not actually here, is he? So, yeah, he could be running a few minutes late.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Time to get back on LinkedIn. That and was then, my favourite
1: cool. Yeah, like they all jump out of the helicopter with the parachute. So there's just a parachute fallen by
0: that they killed off almost uh, all All of of X-Files. apart from Domino. I did not see that. Terry Crews
1: slams into a bus. um,
0: Shatterstar, whatever his name was.
1: Shatterstar or Shadowstar. I think it might have been Shatterstar.
0: I thought it was Shatter.
1: Yeah, Shatterstar. Mm. um, Gets, obviously, just liquidized by a helicopter. That acid-spitting guy gets wood-chipped. Mulched. And then he spits acid on Peter's arm, which makes the whole thing (laughs) Dissolve and then he just bleeds out and dies. Vanish gets caught in some power lines,
0: and then that turns out to be Brad Pitt.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was so bizarre. You saw him fl- the electricity; he flashed for like a second, and it was Brad Pitt. You're just like, what the hell? Um, <sighs> and then obviously Domino's the only one who land, who is still yeah. on target. She's like following the truck in the parachute. And Deadpool's like, yeah, you're on your own.
0: <laughs> I just, I have to say, great. I love.
1: I didn't see that coming.
0: I l- I would love to have Domino's superpower. I thought that's my new favorite superpower. Just but pure be luck. Lucky. Yeah, just that. Yeah, I would totally have a power.
1: Oh, I mean, it's a different superpower. I'll give you that. Everyone's like, oh, super strength and flight and laser eyes and just be lucky. Everything just kind of works out.
0: Like jump out of a truck, land on a giant inflatable panda. Perfect. Survive.
1: Just in general, line anything yeah. is yeah. solved with a giant inflatable panda. Yeah. Um, juggernaut. Is Just being there. I thought it would be him as well. When they were talking about this big monster, you know, big evil mutant tough guy. I was like, that's got to be Juggernaut. But some part of me was thinking, eh, wouldn't that be a little bit cheap? But since they did the proper Juggernaut, not the really cringey... Um... Oh,
0: yeah. What's his name, Juggernaut?
1: Oh, Vince
0: Something? I don't know.
1: Something, Vin. Anyway, yeah, they, they did the proper Juggernaut. And Maggie actually... Didn't, didn't know, know that he was what, Charles Xavier's brother. People. Yeah, I imagine a lot of people don't know that, actually.
0: I, I I, I thought Charles Xavier was an only child, hence why he got so along with this Raven. This is the
1: thing. He's not his brother by birth. Oh. He's, he's um, adopted, pretty much. His name is Cain, something. Now um, that
0: you said that, that rings a bell.
1: I read up on him ages ago. and I He's one of those annoying characters where in the comic book, he's like, bad, good, bad, good, mm. bad, good. I think they left it at him being good, working with Luke Cage as part of this other project thing that mm. they got going on. Um, so they left him as a good guy. Mm. Um, but him and Charles Xavier served in like World War II side by side and stuff like that. Um
0: yeah. So I was so shocked yeah, that by was, that.
1: That was pretty good. I mean, I imagine a lot of people don't know that because it is quite subtly put in there. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, to... Stop my brother reading my mind, I wear this helmet and yeah. it's okay, he's in a wheelchair now. Yeah. It's what you're really like, Oh, this is Xavier. Wait, that's Xavier, what the hell? Yeah, that's um, what I
0: did. I was like I turned to Alex and he was like, You didn't know? I was like, No
1: I was just nodding to you, I was like, Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> Mr. Know it all.
1: Um <laughs> I love my internet. Yeah.
0: And I thought I mean I think the one part of this film that I found quite cringeworthy was the kid, because he was just so over the top gangster. I think that was crazy. the point, though. Don't I get me know. wrong; it
1: was cringy as hell. He's like, "Damn, it feels good to be a gangster." Yeah, but he's like, burned down the orphanage and stuff." And it was, it, it is really cringy. Awful. And also
0: seeing a child be that angry is really difficult to watch I feel like
1: I, I could. find it quite where relatable
0: was, I mean yeah but I just feel like he was a bit much over like when he was like well kept, think about uh, what he's been through and I all understand. of a sudden he realises
1: that he can manifest these powers he can control fire with his hands Like
0: also other plot hole if Domino said that she used to be tortured at that orphanage uh, how did that work considering she's always lucky
1: What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was... I'm just saying. Well, she kind of uses it as destiny almost, though. Because she says it's, you know... She's back there. This is what her... her Deadpool's like, this is what your moment's been leading to. So maybe she considers that destiny where like she had to go through all that to get her to be the person she is and then end up back at the orphanage and all that kind of stuff.
0: Because it just wouldn't make sense. Because her power is that... You know, when there was a truck hurtling towards her, somehow it just manages to deflect just before it hits her. Surely if they tried to electrocute her like they did with the other kids, it would just somehow fail every time.
1: Well, maybe it did. We didn't go into it. Yeah. Maybe she I got just, kicked out because, that's, like...
0: That's the thing that I was thinking about afterwards. Um,
1: I do love Domino, though. I think she is great. Oh, she's a yeah. a great character in German, I think.
0: Yeah, I think she's really good.
1: You know, she's a good match for Deadpool. Yeah, um, I think she
0: she had the right amount of both sass and just matter-of-factedness i really like the matter-of-fact nature of her it was like eh. like I, he was like can you carry me and she was like eh. at the
1: pool at, at, the, at, at, the <laughs> at the end when deadpool was gonna die yeah i could have taken that either way yeah i would be okay if he died yeah because it was a very very meaningful impactful ending yeah. you know when he Meets back up with Vanessa and things like that. And exactly. It's a very meaningful ending, but then I was okay when they brought him back to life because I was like, yeah, okay, he's not ready yet. Yeah. And like, you know, Maggie was saying, our friend John had the theory that Vanessa is meant to represent death um because in the original comics, Death was in love with Deadpool, so she refused to let him die. Yeah. Um, so. I like the that theory. That, that was quite a good one. Yeah. Um, one that I hadn't really given much consideration. Um, so I could have taken it either way. I, that death scene was somehow both really profound and hilarious. Yeah. Where like three times he was like, "Nope, still arrested. <laughs> still here. Still hanging around." Yeah. Um, so I could have taken that either way. Yeah. It was a good sacrifice, but it was a good sacrifice on cable spot as well. Obviously to. Oh, stop it from happening i felt happening.
0: so sad that he, he didn't he go to back it, to though. his wife and child
1: i mean they probably could have just taken the collar off and he would heal himself so yeah. he wanted to die
0: yeah oh he definitely wanted to die because
1: he wanted to be with vanessa and now yeah. they saved this kid you know um i could have taken that either way yeah. obviously there is an x film coming out yeah uh again if there's uh, deadpool pff- 3 I wouldn't mind. But if I, there's not, I wouldn't mind.
0: Now I'm thinking, how is there going to be an X-Force film that killed all of them?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, that's another thing. At the, the end credit scene, he went back in time and stopped them all from dying.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Because I thought maybe it was... Because it seemed like Colossus stayed with Deadpool, whereas Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Yukoi went with... Yukoi? I don't remember. Yukio. Anyway. Yukio went with like the kids back to the mansion. Well, I know that he probably just stayed temporarily. I know, but no,
1: well, that's the thing. Colossus is part of X Men and X Force. Mm. He's multiple affiliations. Mm. Um, <laughs> I know it's just so it sponsored gets, by it gets so X-Men convoluted, it's unbelievable. X-Force. Like it, one person's part of like twenty different groups, and, and it there's it two, two different Colossuses as well. And... Because
0: in X Men Two, yes, he was the Colossus where he could choose to. Have his, Change, yeah. yeah, his metal-like body, whereas this Colossus, and he was
1: American, can't... whereas this Colossus is more like the original comic book one in terms he's of like Russian. He's like Russian, yeah, and he's yeah. he's pretty much permanently in Colossus mode yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I thought it was really good. The funniest scene in there by far was the whole baby legs. You no, it. no, that was awful. It was that was
0: my least favorite scene of I, the entire I, film.
1: There was a very strong possibility that I could have died with laughter during that moment. That was the single funniest thing yeah. I've ever seen. It was disgusting. It was incredible. Just sure. I just it. didn't like it. <laughs> when he's talking about what he's gonna do to, to Cable. He's like, I'm gonna flay his skin, and he's standing right behind you, isn't he? <laughs> and then they all just turn around. that part was and funny. Al just but like, pulls out the gun and it's like just pointing the other side. Of
0: the room. I can. I, like that great. was funny, but
1: when he goes back to Al's apartment for the first time and he like digs up the floorboards and there's like. <laughs> of cocaine in a little box that says "The Cure for Blindness."
0: That's. Did you know that that's from the first film? <laughs> the first yeah,
1: Because
0: yeah. yeah. I I There's forgot about that until so I read in it. In the
1: apartment, right next to the Cure for Blindness. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but I love the movie where he puts one bag in his mask and then yeah. just punches himself in the face. <laughs> well, yeah. Obviously, he announces his presence. That I'll have to sneak it around. She points a gun at them. She's like, "I nearly shot you." Uh, it's like. Yeah. He's like, I I could have killed someone. He's like, what, the wall? The toaster? (laughs) (laughs) It was great.
0: It was really good, I have to say. And I think the reason that, you know, it it. kind of also deepens the relationship between Al and him. Because the fact that there is a cure for blindness. Obviously, I think the reason that he doesn't... Like, I know that there is technically in the world, but... The reason that he doesn't give it to her is probably because she's the one person who will not be able to see him, whatever he is. So it's like the safe haven he can be himself there. Give perspective as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, Al is a great character in general. Um, (laughs) Dopinder.
0: Oh, Dopinder is so weird.
1: (laughs) I will bathe in the blood of your enemies. No, no, (laughs) Dopinder.
0: Kirsten Dunst as well all the
1: time. <laughs> I am your eleven year old Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Bye Deadpool. Bye Kirsten <laughs> Kirsten? Christy
0: <Kirsten? laughs> it, it yeah, it was really good. And also Deadpool uh, well Ryan Reynolds Deadpool at the end kills uh himself when he's like watching when he's reading the he kills uh Green lang-
1: yeah. as the first Deadpool. In Wolverine. And then and then he <laughs> shoots himself in the head. <laughs> While reading the Green Lantern script, he's just like, you're welcome, Canada. Oh my god, uh, that was fantastic. I, it was I,
0: honestly really good.
1: I used to not like him so much, but I always like it more when people are self-aware, and they oh can god, take yeah. the mick out of themselves, and he handles that really, really well. And he's like, like yeah, I say, Deadpool was terrible.
0: And like I say, there was a genuine emotional depth to his character, and yeah, he, yeah. he did it so well. Just that like you said, the fact that he was joking, but you could tell that actually it was hurting yeah, more to joke and yeah. like he was just doing it because that's the thing he does. And it was just so well done. Even and- a
1: moment that was like I say, there were so many moments where it was somehow profoundly serious and funny. Yeah. Like the whole with the whole baby legs thing when mm. he stands up and starts walking again for the first time and waters over and shakes cable's hand, it's somehow Stunningly hilarious and quite serious at the yeah. same time. And neither took away from the other. No. It was amazingly well done. Like yeah. oh, it was it. really well That's done. It's one of my favorite films. Now it has Trump Deadpool 1 on like my top five favorite films of all time. Mm. Deadpool 2 is up there now. Yeah, it
0: is definitely. It's
1: funny as hell.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah. Oh, so yeah, those was uh get that out of my system.
0: Whew. Yeah, yeah.
1: And hold my body for a while. So. Oh, also just realized that Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Juggernaut as well.
0: Also, in the credits, at the end, uh, it said yeah. voice of Juggernaut as himself, as himself, so I'm guessing that's why, because yeah. it was
1: Deadpool. Cool. Voice of Juggernaut as himself. That was great. I'm gonna rip you in half. Oh, I don't think you're gonna do that. Oh, God, I can't feel my legs. Oh, wait, no, there they are. <laughs> just wrap me around, like, wrap my arms around you like a backpack. let just, just carry them off. Uh, It was excellent. Um, So if you haven't seen it and you stuck around this long just for... because you weren't bothered about spoilers, Mm. I highly recommend you go see it. If you have seen it, I highly recommend you go see it again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I think we will slowly move on to our regular program. I'm trying to wait until it gets exactly 35 minutes so we have an easy way to determine it. Just be silent.
1: What do you always these things? You was ruin these things for me. Just trying to create a nice easy method with which to gauge time. We're back. So,
0: um, find us on Facebook, Twitter not on LinkedIn. We're not on LinkedIn. Um, although if Deadpool is looking for a crew there, I will be on LinkedIn. I'll be um, and leave us a comment. Leave us a tweet. Let us know what you think. I said Facebook and Twitter. It's not Facebook and Twitter. It's Twitter and Instagram. And Come occasionally on, Maggie. Facebook.
1: My word.
0: Couldn't you tell that I've got a marketing degree? Two, in fact. Um,
1: uh, two, find um... us there.
0: Um, let us know what you thought of Deadpool 2. Whether it also <coughs> trumped Deadpool 1 for you. Let us know if you thought we missed anything. That was supremely hilarious and telling. Um, and yeah. And... Find this episode wherever you find, wherever you find your podcasts. If you have the ability to subscribe, please subscribe. And leave us a review. But I realized that I jumped ahead a little bit in the script. You did. So. I will. Shall I take the random uses fact? Or? You can take the random
1: uses
0: fact. Okay, thank you. They couldn't hear you there. But Alex said, you can take the random fact. fact. Um, so. Studies have shown that children laugh an average of 300 times a day And adults 17 times a day Making the average child more optimistic, curious and creative than the adult Which does not surprise me
1: Yeah, I was going to say that's hardly a surprising thing No It's pretty weak, rough, to be honest for me Sorry guys Sorry guys I've laid down
0: Well, can you cheer us up with some good news? No Oh
1: However, I can interest you with some good news So scientists are planning to use graphene and gold um, in drug testing for heart medication uh, to produce more accurate results. Um, They can simulate a heartbeat now in Mm -hmm. a lab in a petri dish by creating heart cells, essentially. Mm. Um, But they don't carry an electrical charge, whereas Mm. our heart does. Mm. So it doesn't produce results that are as accurate as they could be, which can sometimes lead to complications. Um, but apparently just by using graphene and manipulating light, and in some cases using gold in a certain way, um, they can mimic it almost mm. 100%. And they can simulate conditions where a heart is beating the normal pace 10 times faster, mm. 100 times faster, half as fast. Like mm. um, So they're using that to produce more sort of accurate test results and mm. make better like heart medications and things like that. So.
0: Mm. That'll be really good.
1: Super exciting, because yeah. graphene is, like, this miracle thing. Like, people should read more about graphene, because it is seriously yeah. fascinating.
0: Yeah. It's like, it, it changes the properties of some... Because what is it? It it's wasn't Big Bang Theory, thing. actually, but wasn't it that actually. it transmits light to sound? Something like, like It, like, changes the properties of certain yeah. thingies that go through it. Um, I don't want to say the wrong thing, obviously, but... Um, it it is the strongest material ever tested. Yeah. Whoa.
1: It efficiently conducts heat and electricity and is nearly transparent. It's pretty cool. Graphene is fascinating. Like you guys should read up about it in general. Mm. It, it's so <laughs> so fascinating.
0: Mm. It's fascinating to know that we keep discovering these kinds of things. Even now. Yeah. That there's still so many paths to science that we don't understand Yeah, um, it's really good so yeah that was that now wherever you listen to your podcasts please leave us a review if you can subscribe if you can it will be really good to know that you are out there um, what else can they do to support the channel Alex
1: you can buy us a coffee yeah if you click the coffee link in the description of the episode or on the website on our website over on Podient, um Feel free to comment. Let us know your favorite parts of the film. If you have seen it, yet, if you're looking forward to seeing it. Um, you know, if you did enjoy it, feel mm-hmm. free to tell us why and we'll tell you why you're wrong. Um, no,
0: we will constructively take on the, you know, your opinion.
1: Fine, we'll constructively tell them why they're wrong. Um, you can show some love and let us know you're listening. That would be awesome. Um, because other why? Other than that, what? Because sharing's sharing is caring. Of course sharing is caring. Yes, um, but other than that thank you all very much for listening as ever we do appreciate it if you mm-hmm. have a topic that you'd like us to talk about let us know if you've got your own random useless fact if you've got your own good news give us a shout and we'll put it in the episode mm-hmm. um, so that about wraps it up thank you all very much for listening I've been Alex I've been Maggie and this was Socially Cause Bye.